46. Day 46. Yeah, man. All right, so Deuteronomy 25 through 28. We're closing in on the uh, end of the book of Deuteronomy. I'm getting sad because Deuteronomy is my favorite book in the Old Testament. There we go. Um, but it's so good, right? So like Deuteronomy right. 25 is, we're still in the covenant stipulations, right? Where God is um, giving the stipulations of how you can be faithful to his covenant. Um, remember, Deuteronomy is a covenant renewal. So he's renewing the covenant he gave at Mount Sinai. Right. And um, yeah, like last time we talked about, uh, you know, the adultery command and all these things. But here he's getting into... Uh, what it looks like to not bear false witness against the neighbor. So a lot of times mm. we usually say, oh, don't lie, right? But like yeah. specifically Deuteronomy is very humanitarian. So it's not just don't lie in general. It's yeah. don't bear false witness against your neighbor, right? Right. And so um, in Deuteronomy 25, right, we have this instance of where if someone is bearing false witness or someone is suspected to, you go before the judges, Right. And they would mete out justice to whoever was the guilty party. Right. And so um, God would determine a dis dispute between two men um, by the authority he would give at the time. And it talks about 40 lashes. You think of Jesus and you talk about uh, Paul who received this kind of uh, punishment. Um, and so, yeah, like God is just so specific about how he uh, cares and takes care of uh, justice, right? Um, yeah. And carrying out and keeping his laws. Yeah. 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 And I think once again, he's so specific because at the end of the day, the keeping um, of God's laws, there's something for us, but they do say something unique about God and mm -hmm. what God is like. So God is constantly, um, God is renewing a covenant with this yeah. people uh, because as these people go into this land, they're going to represent him, right? That the rest of the world's going to be blessed through him and right. they're going to know what God is like by the way that his people live. So God's trying to make sure that his people live in a way that looks like him, right? Yeah. And 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 so that's going to be the key to all of this at the end of 26. Um, as we transition into the blessings and the curses, God's going to say things like, all right, today I'm giving you this you got to keep it. There's got to be this intense focus mm. on keeping my law. Uh, but then what God does is he also says, because today, y'all are my people, mm. right? Y'all are mine. You're my possession. So God roots this intense focus in following his instructions. Hear this not primarily in the incentives that come, although there will be those, right? Mm. Uh, but God is going to root their intense focus in obedience uh, to their, or God's going to root it in their identity. God's saying, mm -hmm. you're mine. You're yeah. my people. You're not obeying in order that you'll be mine. You already are mine. I've purchased you. I've redeemed you. I've loved mm. you. I've cared for you. Mm. And therefore, I want you to represent me or to live like me. So yeah, our obedience is rooted in identity. Yeah. That's so good, bro. Yeah. yeah. And even like like you said, uh, man, I think it's funny that the last uh, command is to to not covet. Right. Um, and and that's the only command people have said this before, but like that's the only command that's like not an action but more of an attitude. Right, right, right. right. So it's like inside of us, 
we have to be content, right? So like right. I, I believe, man, like contentment is the antidote to covetousness. Right, right, right. right. And yeah. so before, and before, like right before he sums it up, like you said, he talks about this first fruits and the tithe. And then the first fruits, you would basically uh, take uh, the first fruits of your crops and you would go to the priests, yeah. offer that to the priests. And yeah. it was a, and you would offer a, like a prayer of confession, right? Right. From 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 Jacob to all the way where you to all the way to the land, you would kind of recount the history of Israel, right? Yeah. Um, and it was just a tribute of the Lord's saving and electing grace that you talked about, right? Right. And that God, an acknowledgement that God fulfilled yep. that promise, and that yeah. and that they had they had possessed what God had promised, right? You know what yeah. I'm saying? And so, and this was like you said, John. This was. As soon as you got into the land. So this is before you had any chance to break any commands. <laughs> right, right, right. And start wilding out like they're going to do, right? Yeah. God wanted the first fruits and he, he wanted to be worshipped because Absolutely. of what he did and who they are. Uh, you know what I'm saying? That's amazing. Yeah. Yep. And then, yeah, as it pivots in 27 and 28, whew, right. as it pivots to these yeah. curses, blessings and curses, Yeah. like God is super, super clear right. on- What's going to happen if you disobey? Right. Now, this kind of feels like, so I, I know it's easy to read this and it feels like karma, right? Mm. Like, nah, you know, if you, you know, don't do that, right? Don't break a mirror. You'll have all of this bad luck, right? Bad it luck, yeah. feels like that. Yeah. How is this not like that? How is this not just karma? Man, I want to be careful here because like this passage has been one of the most abused passages, especially in the African-American community. I've heard, I've literally sat down and heard this preached like, all right, guys, if you do, if you do this, when you leave here, you know, right. you'll be, you'll prosper, right? All yeah. these kind of things. Or if you don't, then life's going to be terrible. Right. Um, well, we have to remember the structure, right? Remember the Bible is history, literature, and theology, right? So it's like, Literarily, this is a covenant document that dates back to the second millennium BC. Yeah. So it, it parallels with the ancient Hittite uh, covenant treaties. So this is the blessing and cursing uh, section where God is saying there are basically consequences, consequences. to disobedience. Oh, that's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Karma is not the same thing as no. consequences. If yeah. it, think about that. If that's the case, they would have already been wiped out. <laughs> right, right, right. Humanity would have been wiped out if that's the right? case. Yeah. Like if God was merely transactional, right? right. Like if, if yeah. there was a one-to-one relationship between what we do, all right, punishment. What we do, punishment. Thank God that's, he's not, right? That's good. Yeah. yeah. Like we would have been wiped out a long time ago, flood 2.0, right? Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, but but the only thing he's getting at, and, and especially in 28, is in a nutshell, if Deuteronomy is about a covenant renewal, yeah. if they disobey, but he spends so much time on these curses, there will be a covenant reversal. Ah, gotcha. You see what yeah. I'm saying? So basically, essentially what you were in Egypt will happen again. Right. Um, and, yeah. and and again, this passage has been uh, torn to shreds by so many people. And what he's essentially saying is, uh, you know, or what essentially happens is that these curses are fulfilled, right? And if you go all the way, Daniel, Jeremiah... Lamentations, uh, Habakkuk, Isaiah, all of these prophets yeah. will say these things. Right, 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 right. Why does the prophet say it? Well, in the in the prophetic literature, what he's trying to do it, what the prophets are trying to do is they're applying the Deuter Deuteronomic covenant to their redemptive historical situation. 
Right. So Jeremiah, Ezekiel, Isaiah, all of these guys are going to take the laws of Deuteronomy, the blessings and curses, and literally say them. Right. Right. They'll yeah. literally use all of this language and say, yo, y'all wildin'. Remember what God said in Deuteronomy. This is what's going to happen. Y'all finna go into exile. And, right? and at the end of the day, it does happen. And it right? does. Right. Yeah, it yeah, happens. That's, yeah, yeah. That's one thing about this here, too, uh, where this is, you know, a chapter of like blessings and curses. But just based on the sheer proportion, yeah, the curses are so much more, right? So it's more like, uh, it's not a chapter of like blessings and curses, both at the same volume. It's like a mm. chapter of blessings and curses, yeah. right? right? Yeah, it's it's the sense of- Illustration King. Yeah. God is writing this, yeah. and it seems like it ain't going to catch God off guard. It is not going to catch God off guard that the people that he writes this to mm. are going to choose disobedience and not obedience. So the yeah. section of the curses is longer. And that feels like bad news to us. Like, ah, why would you write this if you already knew that they were going to yeah. fall away? But remember the thing about identity. Mm. Even when they were gone, even when they were exiled, yeah. God's not going to say, Y'all ain't mine. God's still going to say, no, y'all are mine. And God's going to create this plan to come back and to get his people. Yeah. And then real quick, I, Daniel 9 and 11. If you don't, if you believe, believe I'm lying, Daniel 9 and 11. Daniel yeah. is in Babylon and right. he prays this. Uh. Daniel 9 and 11, it says, all Israel has broken your law, talking to Yahweh, and turned away, refusing to obey you. The promised curse. Uh. Written in the law of Moses, the servant of God has been right poured out on us uh, because we have sinned against him. Mm. Right? So Daniel says, Yo, God, man, you promised to curse and you you went, you went, you was dead serious, right? You, did it. you yep. poured it out. So what happens is the people of God end up coming back into the land. We know that, Ezra and Nehemiah. But they they're not necessarily like blessed, right? They don't receive. The blessing, the one that God promised to Abraham in Genesis 12, right. or, the, or the blessings that he promises here. Yeah. Right? We got to wait a few centuries later until a man yep. named Jesus right. comes and, and takes the curse of all curses. Yeah. Right? Hung on a tree like we talked about the other day. Hung on a tree, just like Deuteronomy. Yep. And, remember the hub and the wheel illustration? Deuteronomy is the hub. Right. Right? Old Testament yep. is wheel. And Jesus comes, fulfills it all. Yeah. Perfect obedience yep. takes the curse of all curses, right? Yep. So, so that now on this side, yeah, it's it's blessings, and that curse curses is yeah, just this faint whisper that um, yeah is gonna be muted very very soon uh, when the Lord comes back to get us. Amen. Amen.